Welcome to the Mostly Legal Podcast, a show where we take a closer look at the people and companies that help law firms operate. I'm Amanda Copeless, the executive director of a mid-sized law firm based in Central Florida. If you're a frequent listener of our show, you know that there are a lot of laughs and sometimes tears, but I've never laughed until I've cried. Until this week. Alan and Rich Wilson are a dynamic father and son duo who are well known in the legal industry. Alan is famous for his finger pointing group selfies, his huge laugh, and his infinite knowledge of employee benefits. Well, that and he's Rich's dad. Rich is known for his great head of hair, his ever present camera, and being Alan's son. But I bet you didn't know that they both love Halloween. I mean, they really love Halloween. If you usually listen to the audio-only version of this podcast, I strongly recommend you pop over to YouTube and search for the Mostly Legal Podcast channel. There's at least one part you're going to have to see to believe. Before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor, Centerbase, software built to power mid-sized law firms. Rob Joyner and I are so excited to talk to Alan and Rich. Let's dive in. We're going to start with Alan Wilson. He is the program director, the national program director at GLJ Benefit Consultants. If you are in the legal industry or near the industry or heard of the legal industry, you have heard of Alan Wilson. So I will not give him <laughs> a further introduction. Then, That's pretty good, Alan. Heard of, for sure. <laughs> maybe a couple of good things. I didn't maybe. say that. That's a I maybe. didn't say that. I said heard of. Good. Some good things. I mean, there are some good things about you, Alan. I don't have to go through all of them. That's what this whole oh, podcast is about. You're going to tell you. us the few good things. Okay. Now we're going to talk to Alan's son. Although I was told previously that you're Rich's dad. Is that really the way I should introduce you, Alan, is Rich's dad? Oh. Absolutely. That's definitely what I'm known for now. Oh, you're Rich's dad, right? Absolutely. Yes, I am. (laughs) So Rich is the founder and entrepreneur at Vibe Media, and he speaks on content, and he is my awesome content guru, and you're going to help us get so many hits and likes and clicks and things for this recording, right? Thanks. Absolutely. Engagement. Engagement. It's all about engagement. Is this when you plug that we're on YouTube as well? <laughs> we are yes, on YouTube Yes, as we are well. on YouTube. Because I mean, I, you're well, talking to a video guy, right? I'm you know, to like, a video yeah, guy. Of course, I'm going right. to have the lights. I'm going to have the sound. I'm going to have the different camera angles oh as my well. Gosh, so, of course. <laughs> so. Okay. Thank you guys both for joining us. We're going to let Rob, I gave him plenty of advance notice, ask the first question. Okay. There's going to be questions. Wait a minute. I was told there would be no questions. Um, There's going to be plenty of questions. I thought this was going to be Are you my attorney or am I your attorney? (laughs) How does that work? Okay. All right, Senator, go ahead. Yeah. Should we we start out by saying that this communication does not constitute an attorney-client relationship in any way, given that there's no attorneys and no clients in any way? Thank goodness. How have you guys made working together as father and son? How does that work for you guys? What have been the the great parts that have come out of it? And maybe the challenges? I just put him in a corner asking for money. <laughs> yeah. So Rob, what he's telling us is things never change. That's what I'm going to be doing. The way it, it works. Is it okay if I take that one? Yep, absolutely. I, I would say that working with Rich, it, it's been a dream of mine. It has. That dream is a nightmare. 
<laughs> but no, um, it it uh, it kind of you know kind of goes in and out. You know, one of those dreams that you have in the morning, and you and the, you know you have it, and then you go, man, I can't remember it. Yeah, said so no. I would say that the way that we created this, and the way that uh, Rich has you know taken off, uh, and things have really started happening there. You know, for Vibe Media, he's helped our group tremendously. You know, watching that maturation process over the last seven, eight years has been really great. And working as a father, son, you know, a lot of people don't know that, but people that do, you know, I think it's great. But uh, for me, honestly, it's and I don't want to start out on a, you know, oh, I love you, son, you know, but, you know, <laughs> it's a dream of a lifetime. It is, you know, we're going to be um, a lot of big glass case of emotion here. Oh, it is. <laughs> I am. Okay, well, and, Alan, you have four children. Are the other three clamoring to work with you? Uh, absolutely not. No. <laughs> uh, Rich yeah. is shaking his head. No, <laughs> yeah. uh, absolutely. Vehemently not. No. no, you know, no. I, and I, I don't even think Rich is clamoring to work with me. I, I think that, you know, look, there's definitely some days where it, where it's like, you know, okay, uh, go to your room <laughs> and he's, you know, and well, I don't live here anymore. And I go, well, you might as well. And he's like, well, I don't. And I go, well, then just go home to your wife then. I will. Yeah. <laughs> but then he's no, going to have I, I, Honestly, I, I think it's you. just been a great experience for me to be able to do this with my dad. It's, a, it's an, an idea that I've always had. Actually, growing up, I wanted to be an actor. Oh, yeah. And, and I went to school acting. I went to school at Southern Utah University, which is kind of like the mecca for like um, Shakespeare, you know, they host the Utah Shakespeare Festival there. They have tons and tons of theater there. But I really fell in love with like the behind the scenes when I was there. Yeah, I know. Uh, you guys sorry. are just going to have to watch this, this episode terrible. on You're YouTube. You're going to have to watch the episode. Yeah, you, you, because you really will. <laughs> Rich is, <laughs> Alan is just making all of these jokes. Like he basically has made you out to be Leonardo DiCaprio in, in the Claire Danes version. Although I do date, um, I, I, my, my wife is over the age of 25, so I think I'm okay there. <laughs> so I'm not exactly Leo. I thought the internet got him up to at least 27 at this yep, point. Right. Sorry, well, even that. then. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's been really great. I, um, I haven't done video in years. I did stupid videos in high school, you know, like get the family camcorder run out. and In high school? In high school, Did you have yeah. a Vine account? I did not, but my brother had and we... I did. Yeah. <laughs> Like I watched a lot of vines. Alan, and was yours just you pointing at a bunch of different things? Yes. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was just a lot of. It was just a lot of. It was. It was actually my my vine account. My vine account was. Oh, oh it's time to burst, and I'd be in yeah. public places, and I would I would show people, and I go ah, and people would people would turn turn around, and yeah. Oh, it's time to burst. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm dying. It's great in shopping malls or like if you're in Walmart and there's nobody on your aisle, you can burst really, really loud. It's called bursting <laughs> and you burst really loud. And then, you know, you go, what in the world was that? Alan, what's know. it called? It's called what? Bursting. Bursting. Maybe at the annual so conference last year. A balloon, bursting a balloon. Yeah, you, you should do this around the ALA conference, annual oh, conference does. next oh, year. Oh, he, he, oh you already do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he does. It, like his his favorite spot to go bursting is actually in Vegas, 
right there between Bally's and and uh, Paris, there's like this big dome, right? Yeah. That you like walk right through between the both both of them, and he just does it, and it just reverberates throughout the entire mm. area. Yeah, lobbies and, of hotels are the best. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Anyway, sorry. And and if you're with him, all we you digress. have to do, you don't react. You just keep walking because you would be on the floor laughing and people would be like, oh, it's just a stupid uh, joke. I just keep walking like, oh, yeah, that's dad. You know, it's Brett's is acting up again. What was the question again? <laughs> right. <laughs> how is it working? Amanda, Amanda this tears up. up. This, this is how this we is work. pretty much how we work. This is how we work. <laughs> I lo- we, I've lost control of the show. I know. Yeah, like, we're not even a I told you, this is going to go off the rails. Of we could literally be here for. <laughs> hours <laughs> rob likes structure guys and you're you're making oh, it a okay sorry right okay we're he's, sorry he's rob like, i have in. all my questions written down yeah. and none of these are on okay. the sheet of paper that i'm trying to ask you <laughs> overall it's been a great experience to be able to uh do this with my dad and and to build this and, and also he's been able to <laughs> stare at me and luckily he doesn't do this day to day because it would be a problem because this is this is very much my business and he lets me run my business how how I see fit. And I really do value his experience, his wisdom on all of the other ventures that he has done. And I just love you so much, Dad. I love oh you, God. son. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's been a great experience. And to, to not only be able to have that. I can't eat corn no more. Oh, gosh. But I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Like I'm dead, guys. Amanda tears up on a lot of episodes, but uh, <laughs> I think this is the first season three uh, is the first I've seen her lose control over uh, tears of of joy and laughter. I mean, this is what you get when you joy. ask. Uh, I would ask not for call this. it. I'll you wouldn't call it joy. <laughs> the smile. I definitely got the giggles, but I would not call it from joy. It's called silliness. She's being silly. Okay. Oh, we're we're definitely being Plus silly. Be. Rich. Yes. I'm going to have you answer this question. Okay. What is with your dad's pointing problem when he takes pictures? You know what? It is something that I don't know. He started it like 10 years ago and it's something that he just like loves to do. And it's just kind of been his thing where he goes around, he understands like social media, you know, people got like catchphrases or like whatever he's got pointing. And it's just something that he just started doing. And now it's just things that he just, people expect him to do it. Actually, there is a few times where he goes to like law firms or other businesses and they're like, hey, so are we going to do the pointing picture? <laughs> he was like, uh, yes. It's so popular that even other people have adopted it. Like Chris O'Sullivan from Boston, from the uh, Gesmer group there in a uh, law firm there. He's adopted it. That is literally his profile picture <laughs> yeah. on their website is him just pointing. I was at a music festival over the weekend. Oh, I and, saw you. And, so and, and I got to meet uh, Michael McDonald. We did a picture and I went. You pointed right at him. Oh, yeah. And he pointed. He does the point. Yeah. He does does the the point. point. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody who's ever been in an an Allen picture has been pointed at in one way or another. Oh, my gosh. Which, it's just like if you scroll through, like in one picture, it's whatever. But if you have like, if you've looked at his entire social media catalog and there are 200 photos and he's pointing in every one, you finally get the joke. Like it's that or the ALA cheer. Well, oh, oh, I, oh, that's on our oh, list. Oh, good. Oh my gosh. Alert. Good. We'll come back right. to the I'm ALA. I'm jumping cheer. ahead. Yikes. Robbie. I don't even know what to say. 
I'm like flipping my paper back and forth. It's like, where do I go? Where do You're I trying go? Trying to see if decide where, questions to, on where there. to go from here. Here's how this goes. You guys do the ALA cheer, and that oh, will give no. Rob time to formulate an actual substantive question to ask oh, you. When okay, you're explain the ALA. ALA cheer and, and, and how did it start with you? Okay, so back in the day when I worked for, a, for another corporation, we had a morning cheer that we adopted. It was at a company called McLean Company, and I kind of ended up being the guy that would always have to do the cheer. I, I wonder the, why. Some, I wonder I, why. Well, I was You're the loudest. <laughs> I was the loudest for some reason. Anyway, no so, you know, that's awful. Anyway, so uh, I got a chance to go up on stage with the first CLI I ever did and uh, Chapter Leadership Institute mm-hmm. with uh, Association of Legal Administrators. And I went up and, you know, they said, okay, you got one minute. And I was like, that's not going to happen. So, <laughs> so I went up and I said, you know, I said, we got to get this group going this morning. I said, so everybody up. And everybody was like, oh, we go. hate that. Oh, I it's, hate yeah, that. Oh, yeah. It's great. From the stage, it's the best thing ever. So to see that. So everybody stood up and I said, okay, we're going to do an ALA cheer. So it's give me an A. A. Give me an L. L. Give me an A. A. What's that spell? A-L-A. What are we going to do? Elevate. Elevate. I was like, I don't know. Right? And then I have them do it again, right? You know, so we clap. (laughs) So I just, I thought it would maybe be a unique way to maybe have people remember my name, you know? So, because I There's no way they could forget you. There's no way. Yeah, I had changed my name to Alan. It used to be. Herbert. Herbert. (laughs) And then I started doing a lot of business with the ALA, so I decided to change it to Alan just so I could do the cheer and people could remember my name. It makes complete sense to me. Alan, can you give us a little background? How did you get involved with the ALA? I had joined uh, GLJ Benefit Consultants about 18 years ago, and we had signed... That was back when I was 10. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had signed... Uh, Amanda was a, a, a law firm over in over in Las Vegas. That was quick math, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> That's even I didn't even mean that. that. Actually, I didn't even know. <laughs> I was told there'd be no math. I, I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> no, you didn't. I was like, I didn't think you could math that quickly. So it was just a pure wow. guess. <laughs> That's That's impressive. Totally. Yeah, totally. I had it right here. Exactly. Amanda yeah, and I right. are on the same wavelength, so, too. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Okay, keep going, so, Alan. It was in a conversation with an administrator in a law firm, actually in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I asked for a referral, you know, to maybe some other law firms. And she said, "Oh, I think she she looked at me in the eye and she went, you want to do law firms?'" <laughs> and I said, "Yes." She said, "You know what? I can get you involved with law firms in a big way if you'd like." At that time, she was president of the Las Vegas chapter. And president of the of Region Six back when there were regions, mm-hmm. so she spent an hour telling me about ALA, which I had no idea anything about ALA. And she put together a really cool um, letter of recommendation for us, and uh, we engaged with ALA uh, with the executive director back at that time, uh, John McCulloch, and he called me during the Texas USC Rose Bowl, which I. Still haven't. I'm still not over it. But no, he's uh, not. he called me on on New Year's Day, and he was like, you know, hey, this is John McCulloch. What are you doing, Alan? And I go, I'm watching the Rose Bowl like everybody else in America. What are you doing? <laughs> and uh, he said, I love what you guys have put together here, and we had put a program together, 
And uh, he said, I'd like to talk to you. And that's how we formulated the the VIP value and uh, partnership VIP program for ALA. That's how we, that's how we got it going. He, he said, I'd love to have, I'd love to help build this together. It, it was just really great. It was a really cool fit. And I asked John one time, I said, you know, I said, why did you pick a little small brokerage company in Mesa, Arizona? Why would you pick us to help you realize this vision of creating this business partner program? And he said, I actually have an answer for that. He said, you know, I had talked with people all over the country, brokers, agents, salespeople that always said to me, hey, if we put together a program, would you be interested? He said, and I always said yes. And he said, we never heard from them again. He said, you came to us and said, I have a program. Are you interested? And he said, that was the magic. That was what was different. He said, if you never go away from that recipe, he said, you'll be able to continue to do it. And it's been very successful for us. And we've just been honored to be part of ALA for a long time. Alan, you talked about this summit CLI back in July, but I always love bringing this topic up. You've been involved for 18 years with the ALA. Continuing to get the engagement from vendors is a is a big topic that ALA always brings up. What kind of suggestions you have for members? How do they engage with vendors? How do they keep us coming back? I really believe that it's important for members to remember that it's okay to say no. Um, oh, I know. It's, it, it, you know, and Amanda, she's really good at it. I'm going to give a master class and hanging up on vendors. <laughs> uh, you. Yeah, here's here's you. I'd like to talk to you about, here's me. No. 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 Uh, you don't even get that far with Amanda. How about new? No? Yeah. So <laughs> I would say that it's important for members to remember that the business partners that are coming to annual conferences or coming to conferences or who are attempting to discuss what it is that we offer, that those are our resources for them. You know, the really good business partners become a resource and not just not just a solution. Mm-hmm. And they talk to members in a certain way of, look, it doesn't matter what size you are, we're going to talk to you. And we hope that members then pick up on that. And business partners, I think, really just hope that there's an opportunity to build a relationship. And we're not looking to just, you know, cram something down your throat that you don't need, because that's... That doesn't do anything, anybody any good. And it's a two-way street because business partners have to remember to respect the member and the members. We love it when they come over and engage with us. And sometimes we don't even talk about business. No. You know, it just happens organically. And that's really playing the long game when when you're in the sales game, the relationship game is hard to do but it's the most profitable. So Rich, give us some free resources and tell us what you've been up to. Ooh, um, free resources. Um, And what I've been up to? Well, we have been going all in on learning more and more about social media. Like we're a video production company. We help brands build to an influencer level online presence using filmmaking tools and tips to tell their story online. Kind of building up that online presence and um, we do that through 
online um, imagery with with photography, video production, social media strategy, because we know that that's the current state of the internet. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're trying to do now is like we're shifting everybody's mind from like the marketing that has been going strong or the old marketing uh, um, tactics that have been good in the past are starting to filter off. You know, like nobody is is really you know, looking at pamphlets anymore. The billboards still work, but not as, it's not very engaging when you just see a billboard, right? The current state of the internet is social media right now. That's how people interact. That's how people engage. That's how people entertain themselves. That's how they educate themselves. You know, YouTube, the number two um, search engine of all the internet. Number really? two, search engine of all the internet. Hey, is we're YouTube. live on YouTube. Yep, and and <laughs> Which here Rob we are. Didn't know about until three days ago. TikTok is TikTok, <laughs> TikTok. number one. Uh, no. no, Google. Number one is Google. One. So you've got oh, Google. Sorry. Yeah. So so you've got Google, <laughs> and number two search engine is is uh, YouTube. Now YouTube in the video realm is number one. Then you've got Instagram and TikTok, but TikTok is right up on the heels of Instagram and YouTube, and that's mostly because. You've got 1.5 billion active users per month on TikTok. Short form video, a video content that is a 60 seconds or less is becoming the norm on how people are learning um, uh, and educating themselves, entertaining themselves in short form content and having little pieces like nuggets of content that really is engaging, really helps boost up your brand. I saw a, a commercial in Vegas I don't watch TV all that much like regular TV. I'm all streaming yeah. everything. And, and everybody is pretty much streaming nowadays too. Like a lot of people are, right? But I saw a commercial, a TikTok commercial, and their tagline was, I learned it on TikTok. That's Ooh, what TikTok- Oh my Excel. I love all the Excel. People are pushing that, you know, hey, I learned it on TikTok. So that's what really we're doing right now is it's helping educate, helping being that resource for people to understand and navigate the current state of the internet, which is social media, um, what they need to do as far as content, um, not just, um, you know, their, their blog posts, but Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Yes, law firms should get all in on TikTok. I wake up every morning and I listen to Inky Johnson for 60 seconds. He puts one out every morning. And Former Most Illegal Podcast guest. Right. Absolutely amazing, right? I mean, we've met him. He was great on your podcast. I mean, incredible on your podcast. Mm -hmm. And I wake up and I get fired up listening to him for 60 seconds. That's all I need. And that's all the time I have. Alan, is your TikTok Rich's dad at TikTok? <laughs> yeah, it's Rich's dad at that's my name. <laughs> I bet you could do an entire, have an entire count that's just Rich's dad. Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's yeah. like, all right, hey, this is Rich's dad, and this is what I had to go through today with him. And you're you know? just pointing just like, at things. <laughs> here he is working on another video. Oh, yeah. here he is doing this, you know. Here he is being annoying again. You know, Rich, when you talk about different kinds of platforms, right, and you can take a single piece of content make some tweaks to the messaging. Mm -hmm. And if you know your different platforms and how people engage with them, you don't have to make that much content mm -hmm. to get a pretty big reach cross-platform. A hundred percent. 
A hundred percent. It is so easy to repurpose your content on so many different platforms. Let's say you've got a blog post that has just gone viral, right? You know, like mm-hmm. when I say viral, you know, you could have few hundred to a few thousand or even a hundred thousand people reading your blog post on a certain subject and people are absolutely loving it. Well, you could take some of the key phrases and you can just curate, you know, some of those and make five tweets that have you then go back to, you know, for people who haven't um, read your blog post, they can go back to your blog post. You could actually make that into kind of a script to make a short video about it, like a two minute video on that topic. You could make a half a dozen, um, short form videos on that. I just recently did that. We had the Lemonade for Legal show a little while ago, and all of our sessions were recorded. I talked on content marketing with a fantastic team of people on there. I took a lot of those 60 second, 30 second sound bites from myself. I've put them up on my Instagram to kind of boost my personal brand. And that has just kind of helped engagement go up and people are now seeing me. It sets you apart as a influencer. So repurposing content, you have the content out there. Heck, you could even take like a white paper that you re- that, that you written 10 years ago, mm-hmm. change it up a little bit, kind of make, make it a little bit modern. And then boom, you've got the content. You just have to like look through it and then just use it. This is going to get tens and tens of views. We have dozens of <laughs> listeners, dozens and dozens. Rob, can we please start a TikTok? Like just me and you just goofing off. Like it'll be no. hilarious. Like no. we'd have a <laughs> dozen like, no. people watching. See, no. and here's the thing: TikTok doesn't always have to be silly. It's yeah. absolutely you should you should do some silly, entertaining content. But you know, people look at uh, content in several different ways. You know, you've got educational content, inspirational content, and entertaining content. Those are the three kind of areas that people consume content online. And so if you curate your content around those three areas, then you're going to tap into the community that's already there. An easy thing to do, go talk to the person that's answering your phone. Ask Mm -hmm. them, what are the top five questions you get? 100%. And you can turn those into multiple pieces of content because a lot of the things that you think everyone knows, people don't know and find interesting. Absolutely. So like if you're a lawyer, you get questions every single day. And most of the time you get the same questions every Mm -hmm. single day. If you make like, let's say a list of five, 10, 15, 20, or even 30 videos on that certain subject, and you just write down all the questions and you just do a two minute video on each, just answering those questions. What does that do for you? Makes you an expert in that area. Absolutely. It makes you an expert in that area. It increases your influence. It it helps people trust you saying, hey, this guy actually knows what he's talking about. She is giving me all the information that uh, that I need. And now I'm at an impasse because I've I need extra help. And I, I'm gonna call this person. <laughs> it's like, hey, can you help me? You know, like I've even seen that with with one of our clients. Uh, she's a uh, elder care law lawyer here in Arizona. And she did a huge number of videos. She did a bio video for for her page on their website. And then she did about like 25 different um, videos, short Q&A answer videos on elder care law. It's like, oh, what's a conservatorship? What's the difference between this and that? And within 18 months, you know, here's your ROI for you. In 18 months, she gained five new clients because of the videos. Okay. Thank you for all the technical stuff, but now let's go to something fun. (laughs) 
That was all very helpful, and I really appreciate it. <laughs> Her eyes glaze over on marketing. You know, I know Rob and I were on the same yeah. wavelength. It's like, hey, we could geek out on this stuff our day long. Marketing <laughs> content. And I like, marketing. kill me on this market. <laughs> Content. Like, content. What's Mark? Content. content. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm throwing Alan a bone here. Alan, you oh, are yes. obsessed with one particular holiday. Oh, jeez. Yes. Oh my gosh. How do you know that? So hmm. I don't know how you don't know if you're anybody who's anybody. You have a little bit of an obsession with Halloween. There's a sign out front on on our palm tree right in front of our yard. Just put up this morning in red crazy letters on, on this just to we always just tear off like a piece of cardboard and nail it to the tree with a skull on it and it says it's coming so <laughs> i'll let rich tell you about that yeah so um i i don't know exactly where it started his obsession with halloween but like literally since i was a kid like we always had just a great halloween house it started small like, you know, a little fog machine, some dry ice uh, and scary music. Like we've got like a cassette tape of like the original Haunted Mansion music from Disney. You know, like yeah. we have that and we just play it and it's just like, uh, uh, just like Halloween sounds, ghosts, all that. And it goes insane. And, and we built it over time in, in the house that my parents live in right now. We've just like built it up to where... We've got a gallows outside. We've got a graveyard. We've got torture chambers where people are walking up and they they see you know it's it's insane. It, you and build we have a all whole this music. haunted house. Yeah, so like out in the front yard, it's insane. And then once they get up to the once they get up to the entryway, here is my dad dressed in this old man mask that he's had since he was like ten years old, and it is now shaped to his face. And it's creepy. It's creepy. Like like when we were kids, it, it got so popular that kids from the street would want to uh, be a part of it, be ghouls and goblins to scare people. It was always fun. I loved loved it when I was. Oh my oh, god! <laughs> Here he is. So they walk up and they see this. Happy you did that really fast. fast. I don't know. That is the grossest mask oh, I have ever What are you seen. doing in my house? <laughs> he does this for four hours on Halloween night. <gasps> what are we? You know, like it has become so popular that Arizona you has dubbed this Halloween costume street. so fast. Like, right? And we wonder how, how Rich got into acting. Four food trucks. And we have 1,500 people showed up last year. <laughs> and about five kids pee, them, pee themselves because they were so scared, which is a goal. It's I'm a goal. I'm scared uh, right now. Make them pee. Make them pee. Make them pee. <laughs> which, which it's got Happy so Halloween! It gets so insane that honestly, like even my daughter, I have an 11 year old daughter. She gets um, all dressed up in all black. She's got her eye blacked out. And we put her in this room with dolls all over the room where they also have an eye blacked out. And she just sits there and she's just like, do you like to play with me? <laughs> it's creepy. 
It's insanely creepy. Oh, Alan Dude, did is you back. see that guy that was just in here? Yeah, I know. It was insane. Yeah. Right? How'd that guy get in here? He's I don't know. To... We don't let him out of the dungeon until Halloween night. So, <laughs> so many okay, kids so... come up and go, Mr. Wilson, you're, you're such a scary old man on Halloween. I go, I don't know what you're talking about. I travel on Halloween. I, <laughs> I've never been at the house. So you have 1,500 people that mm-hmm. come through your house thing. You have food trucks that set up outside. You don't charge people for this haunted house. This is no. like out of a, because we're obsessed with it and this is just a fun thing to do. And then you're the Halloween house and it's it's a destination, right? Like people are, what we're going to do on Halloween is go see these crazy guys who have set up this doll room torture chamber yeah we have all of this video backlit video that goes on zombies trying to get out the front you know window ghosts in every other window you know changing into different things there's more strobe lights than you know you can even turn on there's fog there's a graveyard there's it's yeah it takes all month to put up for four hours of complete bliss yeah yeah it's so, it's insane and we have so it's also only like, open on halloween it's not like one yeah, of those things it's, where it's, it's like you, get- you come trick or treat you come in um you experience the outside we've got this guy who actually started when he was like 10 years old and he still comes he's like wow. I, I think his birthday was just the other day and he's like 25 26 years old now and he still comes and he comes with these really creepy clown out- oh, uh, outfits clown really 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 creepy clown so is there anything you are afraid of me what are you afraid of yeah alan what are you afraid of oh not dolls or clowns or torturing or masks that are 20 years old and smell like kid pee hey man (laughs) i i don't i I gotta be honest with you i don't get afraid of a whole lot i i mean i really i don't yeah, Waking I, up I at five o'clock I in the I, morning. I watch scary movies. I mean, I watch all kinds of things, and yeah, I don't, I don't really get, no. I don't get frightened easy. You, you get frightened at five o'clock in the morning when I get up. When, when he and I travel together, I'm always up at five a.m. Okay, a. that's what scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always up at five a.m. and that's I go work out, me. and then he's just like, "What are you doing? I'm gonna go work out." Well, freaks me so out. We start no, traveling together, right? Okay. Room, right? You want the real father and something? Okay. So we start traveling together and it's like, okay. He's like, well, am I going to share a room with you? And I go, okay, yeah, share a room. We don't anymore. That, okay, that, good. that doesn't happen. Good, good. So good. it's like five o'clock in the morning and I'm like, I look over and he's on, he's got his covers over the top of him and there's this light underneath the, and he's got like his laptop or something and he's like working on his laptop. I go, what are you doing? I'm working. You know, he goes, I'm it's working. Up. And I'm like, to get dressed and go downstairs and work. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> so now it's like, get your own room. Yeah. <laughs> go to your room. That makes sense. Although a plus side of traveling together is that I've turned him on to Family Guy. Oh, yeah. He never watched it before, but I, I freaking love that show. So now we got to watch so, that right before we go to bed. Like every time when we yeah. go to bed, he's like, is Family Guy on? And we put on an episode like, or two okay, of Family Guy who pass out the yeah. Family Guy. Let's go get some cherry turnovers, man, and watch <laughs> Family Guy. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's mostly legal. I'm not touching so the I have one last question before we head into our final segment. <laughs> okay. 
How oh, are we? Guys... Are we doing this? Is this like? Are we been doing the podcast? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought yeah. this was testing. Yeah. Uh, right. Wait, I have okay. so many more questions, Rob. No, go ahead. Let go me... ahead. Go ahead, Amanda. I do have one question before we get into your yeah. serious arguing. Question. You told me a story about Tournament of the Kings, and you promised me, you started telling it, and you promised me you would tell the rest yes. of the story. And I yes. cannot okay. let you go until I hear this whole story. Okay, so you've seen and you've listened to this podcast, and you see how crazy we are. And you're probably thinking, oh my gosh, these guys are probably insane when they're drunk. Well, guess what? We don't drink. We don't. We are dialed in at 11 There's all literally the time. alcohol in my coffee mug right now to tolerate you. <laughs> so we, we don't drink. I got to be out with the Wilsons. Give me another shot. And, and there is a funny story. Um, when I was a teenager, we were in Vegas at Tournament of the Kings, which is kind of like medieval times. Oh, it's a yeah. turn, tournament where you... You know, you see the medieval clashing, and it's a lot of fun. And you eat right? a big giant thing of meat. You just hold with your yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. You, you have big turkey leg, and you're, you know, you've got yeah. you got dragon's breath soup in front of you, and no utensils because they didn't have utensils right in the medieval times. But they had Pepsi. But they had Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> um, so drinking Pepsi is medieval. But so okay. we, we we come in and and we're really excited because we always wanted to do this when we went to Vegas and we get in the France section. Okay. Nobody wants France. Right in the front. We're right in the front row. Nobody wants to be in France. And we're just like, man, we're in France. Okay. But then all of a sudden this guy just starts pounding on on the table and he goes France 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 and, and we got our entire section to do it so we turned around yeah. and we had the whole entire section in the back isn't it up going France France we're France. banging the mugs on 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 the table which they then had to go over the PA system. They had to make an announcement. Please, uh, please therefore, do not slam the mugs onto the table. Onto those Thank tables. Thank thee. And we're just and like, it was, oh my it, gosh. It was, on, it was on St. Patrick's Day, too. It was. It was. So, it was. Like, Ireland was definitely going to win, but we were, like, totally behind France. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, they, they, they had the, my favorite was when they had the, they had King Arthur and, and, and uh, Guinevere, and they had the procession, and they walked right in front of the stand. And I got everybody in France. We all stood up and turned our backs to, to, to oh the. They said, "We bow to no king." Oh man! But the, it, so I'll, it I'll was great you. because the actors that were in the thing were laughing. Oh, they were loving it. <laughs> they were loving it. The guy and, on the horse, the France guy on the horse, kept going by, going. Oh, yeah. We, 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 we're sitting here thinking, the guy's probably going, man, I have to be France tonight. And he just like, <laughs> and you see him, he, he he starts coming out. You see all the knights and the kings come out and they're like, oh, Ireland and Denmark and Germany. And everybody's cheering and they're like, uh, uh. And then he comes out and then you just see us go, France! The whole section dance. And, he, and, and he's we're just like. We're the wave. <laughs> and, and he'll 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 ride up to us and just go like this. We go France. That's crazy. Yeah, the, the, man. you know, my sister and I, we were sitting there. We were just having a good time. And the two people by us, they're like, "Oh, so your dad's kind of you know a little, uh, you know, <laughs> going down on the sauce." Is and we're like, "No, this is just him." We're like, "We don't drink. This is just how he is." And he went. Go big or go home, man. Yeah. That's but yeah, no, that's like the guy absolutely loved it. But we, it di- France, but we but digress. Unfortunately, yes. I Ireland started. won I because it was St. Patrick's Day. And we booed. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We were a rowdy, rowdy crowd that night. Yeah. It was that was the best. Okay, sorry. I think Rob had an actual real question. Rob does have an actual <laughs> question. We'll let him ask uh, it. I lost it. Thank you, Amanda. Wow. I lost it. Wow. That was good. Go ahead, Amanda. Oh my God, this has been so much fun. And I have this list of questions I still have to ask you. But because I know Episode you both two. talk a lot and I know you're both gonna need more than the two minutes we normally allocate for this segment, I'm going to go into our final segment, which is called Pitch Your Passion. And you mm-hmm. both have big passions. You've already pitched Halloween. Whoever wants to go first can go first, but please tell us what is it you're passionate about. Richard, go ahead. Dang, I was gonna say the same thing. I was like, <laughs> you can go ahead. <laughs> passion. Passion. I would say my biggest passion is just trying to tell stories. You know, like we all have a story and that's what I'm really passionate about. That's why I kind of got into video um, production is that stories connect us, right? If you go back all the way back to even caveman times, they painted on the cave walls and depicted their histories through story and through art. And through that, we are now connected with them but stories connect us, and that's and that's what I'm really passionate about. It's a it's something that that I've tried to do even in video production when we help other brands, but also what we are doing now. It's a passion project of mine that I want to put together as a is like a mini documentary series called Tell Your Story, where we travel all over the country to tell stories of people. And like the titles of the episodes would be like the doctor, the barista, the lawyer, the, you know, the filmmaker. And we get to know that person through their story and from their story led them to what they're doing now. And what they're doing now is taking them to the next chapter of their life. And then we won't actually even know who they are or really um, what their name is until at the very end. We get to know them through their stories before anything else. I feel like outside. that sounds something like That's pretty something amazing. that sounds really familiar it's it's very similar um, to like people of new york or it's very similar to like a a podcast that's dedicated to telling Hmm. stories of people in a specific industry (laughs) and and how hey rich she's bringing it back to herself yes i think think what you're doing is amazing I think, I think I what you're doing is really kind of mostly legal. It's, it's yeah. a great, it's mostly a great or idea. Barely. It's mostly I'm great idea. I'm going to kind of swat what she's saying to the so side. Yeah, that's that's a passion project that I've had on paper for years, but um, uh, I think in the next couple of years we're actually going to pull the trigger and actually do it. Okay, I'll be on. <laughs> <laughs> the narcissist. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Great episode, you know. Okay, <laughs> Rich's dad. Okay, Rich's dad, your <laughs> turn. You know, I, I've heard you guys ask this question, you know, with other guests, and I got to tell you, I have a passion, at least for for me personally. I have a passion for life. I have a passion for people. I just love getting to know people and just from different walks of life. And look, I'm passionate about business and I'm passionate about GLJ and I'm passionate about, you know, all of these things that we do. They're awesome and they're great and they're wonderful. And we hope that you'll, you know, that, that, that you'll engage with us. But, but from a personal you know question, and I think that that's what it is. I'm just passionate about being together with great people because I learned so much I've learned so much from each one of you. 
I've learned a lot from my son, watching my son grow. I learn from him every day. I'm passionate about music. Music is like air to me. Music I mean, is life I, to you. If I'm not listening to music at some point during my day. It's sick. mostly rock music too. Yeah. Like I had some lo-fi music playing in my in my office one time and he was like, dude, you've got to get rid oh, of this. Can, yeah. can we please turn this off? I'm going to like rip my eyes out. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Anyway, no, it's so, fantastic. Yeah. Chill music. Oh, whatever. Yeah, chill. You chill. <laughs> like, I will. We'll do it. Okay, then. Well, Caitlin, chill. All right. All right, okay. do it. I will. Can we have a little ALA cheer to send us off? But only, only if Rob participates. I'll do it. Let's go. Okay. Oh, do, should we do a mostly legal cheer? Let's do a mostly legal cheer. I don't know how to spell it, though. So we'll just do like MLP. Oh, a- MLP. Give me an M. 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 Give me an L. <laughs> Oh, what's that spell? Mostly Mostly legal podcast. podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And we love it. Rich, Alan, it's been a pleasure having you guys today. Thanks for joining us. I think I'm going to go take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. We were honored to be here. This has been fantastic. Thank you so much. I need some alcohol. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Most Illegal Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. You can also check us out online on MostlyLegalPodcast.com, where you can sign up for our email list, get weekly recaps, and get some of your very own Mostly Legal swag. Mostly Legal Podcast.